Hey guys, welcome back to this brand new episode of Astrophysical's podcast. Myself, Aman Mohan and with me is Krishna. Hi, Krishna. Hey, Aman. Hi, everyone. Great. So guys, today we are going to be talking about our little friend on Mars, the Curiosity rover. So as you know, the NASA's Curiosity rover is currently roaming Mars landscape, looking for signs of life and also learning about the red planet's unique environment. And as of August 2nd, 2022, The rover has traveled more than 7 17.64 miles that is around 28.39 kilometers wow curiosity was launched aboard an atlas 5 rocket from cape canaveral air force station in florida on november 26 2011 and it landed on august 5 2012 after taking 8 months and 10 days after taking 8 months and 10 days to reach the red planet yeah And the rover is part of NASA's Mars Science Laboratory mission, which tested a novel landing method that saw the spacecraft descend on a parachute before its landing system fired up its rocket and hovered as the rover was lowered down onto the surface. Yeah, and during its decade exploring the red planet, Curiosity has journeyed from Gale Crater to Eolus Mons, which is also called Mount Sharp. And during its travels, the rover has found extensive evidence of past water and geological change, as well as shift in climate. Wow! And one thing that makes Curiosity stand out is its sheer size. So Curiosity is about the size of a small SUV. It is nine feet ten inches long by nine feet one inch wide, and about seven feet high. And it almost weighs around two thousand pounds, which is around nine hundred kilograms. And Curiosity's wheels have a twenty-inch diameter. Yeah, and engineers at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory designed the rover to roll over obstacles up to twenty-five inches, which is sixty-five centimeters high, and travel about six sixty feet, around two hundred meter per day. And the rover's power comes from a multi-mission radioisotope thermoelectric generator, which produces electricity from the heat of plutonium two thirty-eight's radioactive decay. Yeah, and so basically, Curiosity has four main science goals. Okay. so they are determining whether life ever arose on mars then characterizing the climate of mars characterizing the geology of mars and finally prepare for human exploration exactly but we wonder what all instrumentation curiosity has on board and how it is helping us to fulfill all these goals so the rover has a few tools to search for habitability among them is an experiment that bombards the surface with neutrons which would slow down if they encountered hydrogen atoms uh, which is one of the element of water so the curiosity 7 foot arm can pick up samples from the surface and cook them inside the rover sniffing the gases that come out of there and analyzing them for clues as to how the rocks and soil form yeah At the sample analysis of Mars instrument, if it does pick up evidence of organic material, can double check that. And on Curiosity's front part, under the foil curves are several ceramic blocks infused with artificial organic compounds. True. And then Curiosity can drill into each of these blocks and then place a sample into its oven to measure its composition. So researchers will then see if organics appear that were not supposed to be in the block, and if so, scientists will likely determine. these organisms hitchhiking from earth exactly and the high resolution camera surrounding the rover takes pictures as it moves providing visual information that can be compared to environment on earth this was used when curiosity found evidence of stream bed yeah and later in september 2014 curiosity arrived at its science destination which is the mount sharp 
shortly after a NASA science review said that the rover should do less driving and more searching for habitable destinations. And it is now carefully evaluating the layers on the slope as it moves uphill. So basically the goal is to see how the climate of Mars changed from a wet past to the drier acidic conditions of today. Yeah. And besides hunting for habitability, Curiosity also has other instruments on board that are designed to learn more about the environment surrounding it. So among those goals is to have a continuous record of weather and radiation observation to determine how suitable the site would be for an eventual human mission. Yeah. And Curiosity's radiation assessment detector runs for 15 minutes every hour to measure a swath of radiation on the ground and in the atmosphere. And scientists in particular are interested in measuring secondary rays or radiation that can generate lower energy particles after it hits the gas molecules in the atmosphere. And the gamma rays or neutrons generated by this process can cause risks to humans. So additionally, an ultraviolet sensor stuck on Curiosity's deck tracks the radiation continuously. That's amazing. And in December 2013, NASA determined the radiation levels measured by Curiosity were manageable for a crewed Mars mission in the future. A mission with 180 days flying to Mars, 500 days on the surface and 180 days heading back to Earth would create a dose of 1.01 sieverts, Curiosity's radiation assessment detector determined. The total lifetime limit for a European Space Agency astronaut is 1 sievert, which is associated with 5% increase in fetal cancer risk over a person's lifetime. Oh. So, the rover environmental monitoring station measures the wind speed and charts its direction, as well as determines the temperature and humidity the surrounding air. And by 2016, scientists were able to see long-term trends in atmospheric pressure and air humidity. So, some of these changes occur when the winter carbon dioxide polar caps melt in the spring, dumping huge amounts of moisture into the air. Yeah, and in June 2017, NASA announced Curiosity had a new software upgrade that would allow it to pick targets by itself. The update called Autonomous Exploration for Gathering Increased Signs represented the first time artificial intelligence was deployed on a faraway spacecraft. Yeah, and in early 2018, Curiosity sent back pictures of crystals that could have formed from ancient, ancient lakes in, on Mars. There are multiple hypotheses for these features, but one possibility is that they are formed after salts are concentrated in an evaporating water lake. And some internet rumors speculated that the features were signs of burrowing life, but NASA quickly discounted that the hypothesis based on linear angles, uh, a feature that is very similar to crystalline growth. So guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. So until next week, this is Aman Mohan signing off with Krishna. Bye guys. Bye guys.